SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. It is now 11 minutes after 5 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Maduba Matlaji, who is a communications and media relations manager at Outright. So Ugandan President Chiwere Museveni has signed the anti-homosexuality bill into law. Lawmakers in the country said um, they proposed the bill to protect national culture and values. Uganda officially joins countries with some of the harshest, harshest laws against homosexuality. Maduba Matlaji is the communication manager and media relations manager at Outright right and now joins us on the line. Matuba, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. So there's been a lot of lobbying um, even from um, from the international communities including countries and even the EU Commission, but now this law has been signed into, well now this bill has been signed into law. Uh, what's your take as outright? Evan, thank you so much for having us on and, and you know, let me start and say outright international condemns Uganda's lawmakers bit to, I, I, we can call it to eliminate the LGBTQ community in that country through the passing of this anti-homosexuality law. And, but while this is outrageous, no doubt it is, it also does not come as a surprise uh, since you know, President Yoweri Museveni proposed some minor changes in the bill a few weeks ago to make it look as if he was not entirely on board with the most egregious provisions of the bill. And that ultimately... Parliament would pass a bill and he would assent to it, which he did. And now that reality is here with us, uh, Aldrin. And then that means activists in Uganda and the LGBT community uh, in in Uganda are under siege. You know, and and under siege, I mean, the worst could happen to anybody that's a member of the LGBT community. And we know this through David Cato, who died, uh, who was murdered. And, and there's still no justice back in 2011. And we as activists still believe after today that he died because of his sexual orientation and it was motive for that. So we really condemn this law, uh, Aldrin. And we, we are lobbying because Outright International is, a, is the only US-based uh, LGBTI organization with a consultative uh, status with the United Nations. And, and so we use that proximity to the diplomatic corps to try and still lobby uh, people with influence, uh, countries with influence, to, to tighten where they can tighten to pressure the Ugandan government to make sure that there is safety and security for LGBTQ people. Because even when the law was doing back and forth between the president's office and, and parliament, we, we still had people who were fleeing the country, people who were, who were threatened, people who were beaten up. And people, we have some of them here in South Africa who, who fled their country because they don't feel safe in their own country. And, you know, you and I know they came to a xenophobic country. They'll rather be here than in their own country. So that's how bad things are in Uganda at the moment. And, and also now looking at, for instance, the, what the bill says about promotion of homosexuality. And we know that there are various organizations and NGOs who at their core deal with the plight that, that is faced by queer people. And looking at a judgment that was handed down again in Kenya, which actually gave such organizations the right to exist. But then the president of Kenya, William Ruto, also coming out to say that it doesn't mean that we have to agree with the court. So here also now in Uganda, we actually see a law being passed that really bans such organizations. Yes, this law, Eldrin, has repercussions that will actually affect a, a lot of people, even people who are not um, part of the LGBTQ community. You know, this is a doctrinal law that has attracted 
international condemnation as possibly the worst anti-LGBTQ law anywhere in the world imposing the death penalty. You know, and and this is a law that's horrible for Ugandans, for their allies, and it's also horrific for anybody in the non-profit sector, uh, the corporate sector and the humanitarian sector working in Uganda, people who respect the fundamental human rights of the LGBTQ people. And in, in, in this, the, the, the corporate sector has some of them, even in meetings behind the scenes with us and with the Ugandan government, have said that it will be difficult to to operate as business as usual if this law is passed. And it it has happened, and now it's going to affect people, who, who, innocent people. That we know that about PEPFAR, that's going to be affected. And you know, PEPFAR distributes HIV medication for for people who can afford it, and it. People who can afford it include the Uganda, Uganda's government because it, it has a compromised health, health, health system which gets help from funding. And that's going to be compromised and it means people won't be getting access to their medications, especially the LGBTQ people because now this law also forces um, family members, allies, and people who know of people who are LGBTQ to report them yep. for, for being in consensual relationships, which is absurd. And it's also very invasive, right? Because according to the bill, well, the bill, yes, um, aggravated homosexuality. Um, it lists what aggravated homosexuality is, including, for instance, um, being a serial offender, as it puts it. But then where a person is charged with the offense under this section, that person shall undergo a medical examination to ascertain his or her HIV status. And if you are HIV positive, it carries a harsher sentence. Yeah, which is quite strange because President Yoweri Museveni, it was one of the the changes he wanted to make to to the bill, talking uh, advocating for what we call conversion therapy, actually for people who are uh, quote unquote accused of being in LGBTQ consensual uh, sex relationships, and 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 that. That that undermines, you know, international human rights law because, you know, he, he even goes against what he said about leaving it to scientists, you know, to determine if being homosexual is something that that can be determined scientifically and not through the religious uh, 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 spaces that we see that conduct these uh, uh, conversion conversion therapies, which you know the, the United Nations is against completely. Elden. So this is going to isolate Uganda in some way because we are planning to put more pressure on Uganda to ensure that the safety, yep. because that, that, that's what we advocate for, the safety and the well-being of the LGBTQ people are all over the world. Then what about South Africa's responsibility, one, um, towards um, people who are queer and who identify as queer, who live outside the borders of the country, uh, but also the second one being that um, w- Uganda's already now passed this law and a refugee who wants to flee Uganda who is queer, would they find refuge in South Africa as a haven? You know, incidentally, last last week we had we hosted activists from around the globe in New York at Outright International, and we we were take, we're taking stock of what countries are doing for the LGBT communities in their respective countries, and South Africa was one of the countries that we. We, we we interacted with and and talking about the I must say I was quite disappointed with the the the, the presence of 
of the South African representatives at, at the meeting because it seems like on paper we look great, you know, as a country that advocates for the LGBT community. And it seems like, you know, our government at the moment is forced by the constitution to do what is right. They don't do it out of will and out as a plan of action for them in, in governing South Africa. So there the are, the are gaps here and there that needs to be filled. And unfortunately, that becomes my job as an activist and as somebody who works for Outright International to actually remind countries like South Africa that, guys, you have a progressive constitution. You must apply, you must apply the law as, 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 as it should be. So we, there are ongoing conversations with, with different countries, including Uganda and other African countries, you know, and as you know, uh, Eldon, and you mentioned, we just spoke about it, that, you know, Uganda is just the tip of the iceberg. There is a flood of anti-gay laws that are, that are in Africa at the moment, and there's a lot of work for all of us to do to protect the LGBTQ community around the world. Do, do you get a sense at all that South Africa is changing its stance on condemning Uganda? Deputy President um, Paul Mashatile just last week was asked um, this question in, in, in Parliament and um, he said that um, they're not willing to, 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 condemn, um, to condemn Uganda. Uh, but it's in contrast to, for instance, what the former Deputy President had said is that South Africa should shut up and stay out of the affairs of Uganda. Do you get a sense at all that South Africa is changing its stance a bit? You know, like I say, and there are behind-the-scenes conversations that happen, and the, the, the South African government would not want to publicly look like a country that is dictating to other countries or uh, tempering with uh, other countries' sovereignty and so forth. But there are behind-the-scenes conversations that are happening to try and better the lives of LGBTQ people. But it's just so sad that you know none of the none, none of the government officials will come out and 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 say on which side they are on. They'll rather salvage their relationships with their politicians in other countries instead of showing us support in where we are always vulnerable to death, to being killed and being wiped out. Thank you so much for your time. That is Matuba Matlaji, who is a communications and media relations manager at Outright International. And uh, our deputy president saying that uh, basically the point I'm making is, yes, we have seen resurgence of this as it is happening in Uganda. We cannot therefore impose our will on other countries, but we can persuade them we will have an engagement with them.